Welcome to The First Glance with Jody Vance. Uh, it's kind of like Investing 101 coming at you with opportunities to sort of get in on that ground floor. If you don't have huge sums of money to invest, but you really want to get in on something that might actually be hitting big currently or about to, sort of that first glance or getting into the ground floor. We've shown a lot of companies in just a few weeks that we've been doing this series. I'm not sure when you're watching it, but we've spoken to a lot of very young companies, uh, people sort of just dipping their toe into the industries that they're establishing. That's not the case with our next guest. Uh, Medexis Therapeutics is an established company and yet is one that's not in the forefront of the Canadian markets because it's not in the ones that everybody's got sparkly things for mining, cannabis, tech. Uh, therapeutics are a different ball game and it's harder and a little bit more complex, but we're very glad to have Ken Dontremont, the CEO and director of Medexis Therapeutics with us. Thanks for being with us, Ken. It's a pleasure, Jody. Thank you for inviting me. Now, I'm glad to have you on here because honestly, I'm the daughter of a scientist um, trying to stay invested and in the know on uh, breakthroughs, opportunities, and, and really helping the community, the greater community by finding drugs that, and therapeutics that are incredibly helpful uh, to our fellow citizen. I mean, and here is exactly what Medexis Therapeutics seems to be all about on paper. Can you give us your, your elevator talk, your mission statement? Yeah, we're, we're a company, a pharma company that looks for drugs in certain therapeutic areas, meaning rheumatology, which is basically arthritis, which you know affects a, a lot of citizens, both uh, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, things are very common. Uh, and then hematology, which is basically hemophilia which is probably something many viewers don't know anything about because it's a rare disease. It affects four to 5,000 people in the United States, 710 in Canada. So it's, you know, it's not very common, but these people need our drug in order to live a normal life. And it's autoimmune disorders and diseases, uh, oncology, pediatrics, very complex conversations to have with people that are wondering what are they investing in if they're coming on board with Medexis? And I want to say the stock symbol is MDP, if you're looking it up. Um, I said I'm the daughter of a scientist. My mom was actually a lab technician. So learning about hematology and, and viral and bacterial and, and what we've all become sort of armchair epidemiologists over the last 10 months of COVID-19. Um, how difficult is it for you as the CEO and director of Medexis Therapeutics to really get your company's initiatives in front of investors on the Canadian landscape? Well, it's not that difficult really because you don't have to be a scientist to invest in our company because you know, we're a commercial company. It just happens that what we commercialize are drugs. And yes, those things can be complicated, but these drugs are already marketed, they're commercialized. You know, so there's no uh, clinical program that we have to go through, no clinical trial that could fail. Uh, and then the drug never makes it to patients. All of our drugs have made it through all the clinical programs. They're being commercialized either in US or Canada. Uh, and it's an, up to us now to optimize that commercialization, making sure that the physicians who will use them and who treat these patients are aware of what we have and you know why our drug is a good fit for their patients. So it's a really actually quite a simple business model. The drugs can be complex, but the business model is straightforward. And I think that's the piece of this puzzle that is so important to get out to our viewer, Ken, is the fact that it isn't 
uh, up high in the sky, hope that this drug works. These are established medicines. These are developed and in production globally that you acquire the rights to. And, and maybe the bigger pharmaceutical companies would have taken a pass on one of these because their margins are so large that, that being able to make tens of millions of dollars doesn't fit with their model of, we only take the ones that make us a billion. No, that's exactly right. If you're Pfizer, you need the vaccine, which is gonna sell billions of doses across the globe. Uh, but for Medexis, if we have a drug that does 50 or $100 million, that's a great drug. And we can make that very profitable. And that's our sweet spot. So it's looking for those drugs that the big companies, you know, aren't going to manage. Now, you're also looking for drugs that are in short supply and being able to offer those for the greater good as well. There's, there's that piece to your business model. Yeah, absolutely. So, so sometimes because we have relationships with these physicians, they come to us and say, hey, look, we have a problem. Well, we can't access a Trispan, for instance, for kids with arthritis. I mean, that's an awful situation if you're a parent. And I have parents call me all the time to say, I need access to this drug. So it's heartbreaking to hear those stories. So I think we did something that's good for uh, society in general and that we found a way to bring that drug back to Canada. We're doing exactly the same thing in the U.S. Uh, so it won't be our biggest drug, but it's a drug that's desperately needed. You know, in our view, that, that puts our company in a good position with these physicians who will prescribe other drugs that we have. Because it's a deliverable, right? Like that's a tangible. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we put ourselves out in the line to say, yeah, I think we can solve this problem. And we did it. Uh, so it's been solved for Canada. The TriSpan is, is, is fully available. And now we're working on the U.S. That's pretty, well, that's very cool. I'm not even going to say pretty cool. I would cheers my, my beer to you if we were sitting at the local watering hole. I love that initiative, though, in, in earnest. I mean, at a time where we're living in a very mind, 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 mind society, and that's a very much here, let me show you what I can do to fill your need. At the same time, you can trust all these other things have gone through the same filter to, to arrive on the offer sheet. Yeah, it's about building a portfolio of drugs. So yes. we, we have several drugs that treat arthritis. Trispan is one, but we have Metoject and Resuvo that treat rheumatoid arthritis. So it's putting a whole bundle of products together that our salespeople can then take to the physician and sell to them and describe why they should prescribe it for their patients. We're with Ken uh, Detrimont, uh, the CEO and director of Medexis Therapeutics. And I'm wondering if you can give us a little bit of an historic background to the company, like when it was established and, and why we're seeing it available at a, at a stock price in Canada that really it is why you're here. I, I was like, why is this company on the first glance with Jody Guns? I don't, I don't, this doesn't feel like a first glance. And yet it is a huge opportunity for folks who are looking to get in on something that is about to grow exponentially. Yeah, Medexis has been around for a while as a private company. I, I founded Medexis as a private company. It's the last two years that we made it a public company. First by putting three specialty pharma companies together, then by acquiring another one, I guess in February of this year, which everyone totally missed because yeah. COVID happened in March, surprise. Yeah. And so now we've got a company that's doing over a hundred million dollars in net revenue. And we think, you know, we're going to two and $300 million in net revenue in the not too distant future. So yeah, we're, we're a growing company but we're still relatively small in the pharma world. So 
you know, I think we've got lots of room to grow. That middle guy right now, uh, as you said, that, that growth opportunity, which from an investment, and I'm, like I told you, I'm the novice here when it comes to where do you put your money? I mean, it's late on the Pfizer game, that's, but it's not late on the Medexis therapeutics game because you are continuing to put those building blocks together and growing that portfolio of, of medications. Absolutely. And, you know, we're already positive EBITDA. We produce cash. So for a company our size that does that, then, you know, it's only going to get better. So it's pretty easy to look at our ratios compared to our peer companies. And so we're significantly undervalued in comparison to those peers. So it's pretty easy to see, yeah, this company ought to appreciate, you know, in the coming months. So if somebody's listening right now and going, okay, you got me, I want to know more, where are people going to find you and find out more about this opportunity? Yeah, Medexis.com is a good place to start, which is our, our corporate website. All our drugs are there, all our press releases, all the information related to the company, they can certainly find it there. And are you available to uh, answer questions? Is there a team of people that uh, can be investor relations that, that folks can reach out to and, and get their questions? Like my uh, novice questions asked. <laughs> There's all kinds of different groups. Frank Candido is an IR person who's associated with our company. Nice. Uh, NLA Capital is associated with our company. So we've got lots of people who can answer questions. And certainly, you know, questions make it to me. I do my best to answer them as well. You're a busy guy. You're putting it all together, making deals and making it happen. The stock symbol is MDP. M is in Mary, D is in David, P is in Peter. Um, and Ken, if you don't mind, can I ask a little bit about you personally when it comes to um, how you look uh, for investments in your portfolio or, or even how you first began your investment timeline? Like, do you remember your first investment? Was it a, was it a visceral moment for you? Uh, yeah, I've always been kind of an entrepreneurial guy. I think that's probably why I started Medexis. So I tend to stick with uh, businesses I know pretty well. So other pharma companies, uh, you know, an industry that I know pretty well, you can, you can see when they're growing and when they're starting to move. And so for me, those are the types of things I invest in. And do you have a piece of investment advice to somebody who is about to just uh, take some of the maybe thousand dollars that they've scraped together over the course of the last number of years and decided, okay, I'm ready. How, how do you suggest they do their due diligence? Do you have that one investment 101 advice? Yeah, I think, you know, follow the company, just dig into their financials. I mean, you can see the ratios relative to their peer companies, read the analyst reports, you know, all that stuff is, is great information. Uh, and then be patient. Once you make that investment, you know, sometimes you got to stick with it for a while and, you sooner or later, picks, it pays off if you pick the right companies. Right, getting a little bit of that longevity piece. And certainly that's sort of an overarching um, comment that I see that's throughout this series with the first glance with Jody Vance. The advice is to really get to know the company as opposed to going on the tip, as opposed to, you know, watching the graphs and the red numbers and the green numbers. Instead, you actually have to, you know, dive in and swim around and get to know the people behind the stock symbol, which is what we're doing here. Absolutely. Read the reports, read the analyst reports, you know, gather that information. Then it'll give you a good sense of where the company's going. And so if you were going to tell somebody in just sort of the Coles notes version, where do you see your company in, let's say two years, because COVID-19 has put in a year on delay. Uh, we see it much bigger, you know, so in our business, it's a matter of gaining scale. We've gone from 10 million to 34 to 74. This year we're over a hundred million. 
Uh, I'd like to see us in the four to 500 million net sales range. I'll be satisfied when we get there. Those are big numbers. Circle back with us and, and uh, we'll replay this clip when you tell us how big those numbers are again. I like we'll, that idea. We'll, we'll cheers the beers. <laughs> Good to spend some time with you, Ken. It was nice talking to you, Jody. What?